0: What is good! All of my listeners and viewers, welcome to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. And I'm Liz. And I've got some lower back pain that I can't explain. We're here with episode 107 where we're gonna be talking about is romancing important in games. But first, we've got some segments for you! Yes, we do. But also, Travis from Rainbow Road Podcast is gonna be on. Yeah. Yeah. Travis! Yeah, he's gonna be on later. Uh, by the way, we've got timestamps for you. Just letting you know, this is the American podcast. That's right. Uh, do with it what you want. If you want to just skip ahead to our guest, fine, be that way. I don't care. Uh, but if you want to just go into the gaming news, fine, be that way. My mic is super loud, is it not? Um,
1: I don't know. I'm just talking and seeing what the wave look like. Yes, yours is quite loud compared to wow. mine.
0: Wow. You're also quite loud in my ear. Wow. Okay, I then. I think you're
1: just loud in general, too.
0: I think so. I think so. <laughs> so this is the first time they were actually using Audition for this podcast.
1: And I'm terrified.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've been using Audacity for a good while, and I've been satisfied with it. But, you know, we want to do audition because uh we want
1: that top quality
0: yeah so we used audition for what's the biz just to test it out and now we're doing it with this also for the voiceover for our latest video if you haven't yeah check it out uh it's called uh something (laughs) i can't even remember my own titles how to start big gaming beef with mr maddie plays and i'm already writing the script for the next sketch it's going to be about um uh finding health potions in games so it's gonna be fun But Liz, how are you doing?
1: I am okay.
0: Okay.
1: I don't know why. Like, I mean, actually, recently I've been actually falling asleep pretty quick, which is unusual for me. Yeah. And yet I woke up today and even on my way to work, I was like, oh, my gosh, I am so insanely tired. Yeah. I don't know why I was so tired today, but I'm really glad I bought that um, iced tea yesterday. Mm. I got myself a um, buy iced tea and i drank it when i got home from work i got out of work early today so that was nice because it was dead there
2: yeah um, it was.
1: i even caught up on all my busy work which is bad which means i have no busy work for next week to keep me busy so that's fun um but yeah so i was really tired today but i had iced tea and i started watching um married at first sight again Ugh. love that show oh but, so I love I'm kind of just just acceptance that I just love reality TV I'll watch almost any reality TV show
0: so let's uh let's just get the show on the roll what do you think okay so before we get this show rocking and rolling and rolling and rolling we can't just have one way but rocking and r- <laughs> rolling yeah we're on social media yes that's true I know it's crazy it's it's, it's insane uh we're on social media. Or on Twitter, at Gaming Groceries. But you can follow us individually. I'm at Ace to Grocer.
1: And I'm at Journey First.
0: Where you can also follow us on Instagram, Games at Groceries, all one word, where uh, I will post as much as I can. You know, I've got some stories on there, some fun little stories. You can pop up there like, oh, wow, I wonder what's on the story for Games at Groceries. Um, You you found out. And I occasionally share pictures of Loki. Occasionally, yes.
1: Very occasionally. Very occasionally. I very occasionally tweet, but I'm trying to fix that.
0: And then you can also follow us on Facebook, uh, go on Facebook, check <laughs> us out. I also upload the videos on Facebook if you want to go on Facebook, if that's uh, your prerogative. But I don't think I used that word right. But here we go. Uh, but check out our it. website, gamesgroceriescom where you can listen to all the podcasts from the website, as well as you can find out where you can listen to the audio versions of the website uh, podcast and some articles I've written in the past. And then finally, finally, I've got some. I, hey, hey, wait, hey. Don't you go nowhere. Hey, stay, stay. Okay, good. Thank you. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, have you subscribed yet? No, you haven't. Why not? Do it. I'm just kidding. But uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, definitely give us a subscribe and a notification bell so that you know when all of these podcasts come out as well as our weekly sketch videos if you enjoy that. Uh, and if you enjoy these videos, definitely give it a like and a share so that more people know about the Games and Groceries brands. So, uh, have you? did you stay? Did you click that subscribe? you have wow good job anyways i don't know <laughs> so it sounded did you have so in there i did a little bit uh but yeah let's let's uh, let's save myself here okay you know why why i don't know let's go into our first segment movie minutes Movie Minutes is a segment that we talk about the movies that we watched in the past week. And we like to give you a recommendation or not a recommendation. Hey, where do you watch these movies? I don't know. Maybe we get it from Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. Uh, Not really in theaters in this point in time. Soon. Soon. Actually, a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. But we like to give you a recommendation or not a recommendation. And instead of rating it. One out of ten, we've decided to do a five-point system instead. Yeah. Uh, instead of just giving you, ah, oh, it's a seven, ah, oh, it's an eight, uh, we're going to give you five points. Uh, the worst, right? Worst, we're going to say avoid at all costs. The second is pass. You know, it's just kind of like a pass. It's it's not really avoid at all costs. It's
1: not horrible. It's just, meh, no need. No, it's always time.
0: Yeah, just acid uh number three is it's enjoy- enjoyable like we watched it it's enjoyable it's yeah. fine i like it yeah uh number four is solid film i highly recommend it definitely go watch it and then number five is perfect for us yes you know perfect for well, us.
1: all of these are for us
0: yeah, really. Like, so we
1: choose to pass, or we, you know, yeah. whatevs.
0: But yeah, so that's going to be our p- five point system from uh, here on out. But uh, yeah, so let's just talk about this week's movie minutes. So we actually found this on Amazon Prime Video, and it's a movie called Crawl. Woo! Produced by Sam Raimi. Yeah. And uh, directed by Alexandre Ad- Aja?
2: Aja.
0: Aja. Cool, but yeah, it's produced by Sam Raimi. It is a 2019 film, and opening thoughts go.
1: I was actually very excited for this movie. I remember when it came out in theaters, mm-hmm. I really wanted to go see it. Because um, I think this came out the same time as um, what uh, that that uh, Kristen yeah. Stewart movie uh-huh. that you wanted to see.
0: Um, I don't know
1: with her underwater. Oh. Is it underwater? It's called underwater. That's what I thought, <laughs> but I wasn't sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So
1: this came out at the same time as that, and I remember like I having debates. No, they did because I remember having debates yeah. with you because you really wanted to see that, but I really wanted to see this. Mm-mm. Yes.
0: No, this is 2019. Underwater came out in January, January 10th, 2020.
1: Around the same time. Uh, yes, they were around. That. Never mind, I'm not. Later. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Um, <laughs> but I really wanted to see this, so I was excited to watch it. Um, it was good it i feel like it might have been better than it set itself up to be yeah like when you first start it you're like oh this is gonna be an okay movie but then it gets like more interesting kind of Mm -hmm. um and i didn't expect it to all be set in like almost one place right you know it's a one-setting movie yeah so it was i i liked it it was good
0: so uh my opening note is that the movie sets it up in the most perfect way uh it is a college student swimmer set in florida during a hurricane Well,
1: like how else are they gonna be able to pull this movie well off? no that's the thing that's no
0: that's what i mean it's just like it's perfect yeah it's just like th- that's the keynotes girls a swimmer it's set in florida during a hurricane go <laughs> and it's like an improv it's movie. like the,
1: yeah it's like they, they said to a room of writers like this is what we want it to be
0: yeah swimmer Florida, Hurricane, what do you you got for me? You take care of the rest. What are we going to do? And, you know, basically, movie ensues. And that setup was absolutely perfect. Like, it just said, here's a direction. Swimmer. Hurricane's about to go. Uh, It's actually coming into Mm -hmm. Florida, and she's passing an alligator farm. Movie. Like, that's the thing. It's like, it's so incredible the way this movie is set up. Incredible in the way of what it is. Intends to be not like a serious movie that's going to be a like it. It might be a cult classic, but you know a classic, an Oscar worthy. No, it just sets it up to be a
1: decent movie.
0: Here are some crocodiles. Oh, sorry, alligators. (laughs) Um, some alligators. Yeah, they are different, but (laughs) some alligators they come into the home during in your crawl space. eh? But
1: Adam didn't know it was a crawl space till after the movie had been in the
0: i was so like we were like oh 30 my,
1: minutes into the movie. It's a crawl space. You're like, is he you're like, is that is that's not a crawl space? It's, I'm like, that's that's a crawl space.
0: But my <laughs> point is that it sets it up perfectly. I would, yeah. I, I, yeah, loved I it. I
1: definitely agree.
0: Yeah. Uh but then like I want to go into the actual horror intensity of this movie mm-hmm. because
1: it is uh, it's whole, a suspense. I wouldn't yes. call it horror. It's suspense.
0: Suspense. It's a suspense film. But this is, and I put it as interactive horror. I'm like, it's not horror, but suspense. It's an interactive suspense film where you're always shouting at the characters, stop it. Don't do that. I
1: would have struggled watching this in theaters. Yeah. Because I, one, I do like to talk during movies. I'm polite and I don't do it in theaters. Mm -hmm. But when I'm at home, especially if you put me in a room with Lane watching a movie, I will. I love talking to her. I love discussing how stupid they are. Mm-hmm. I love. I love talking about movies while I'm watching them. So I don't know if I would have been able to bite my tongue in the theaters. I would have been like constantly whispering over to Adam.
0: Yeah. No. Like this is definitely what I like to call an interactive horror suspense yeah. film where you're always talking to the characters. You're always saying like you're you're stupid. You're dumb. Why would you do that? No, that person's gonna die. And and like it's so great in that yeah. way. I, and it invokes so many emotions out. And that's yes. how you can tell a good suspense film that it makes you jump for the characters. Yeah. And I thought that was fantastic. Because a lot of suspense films that I watch, I'm just like, that's stupid. Uh, that's yeah. dumb.
1: Whereas this, it's like, you're being so stupid.
0: Exactly. Like, I, I actually very much, t-
1: I, I, very much yeah. enjoyed this. I feel like this is like the first movie I've seen. That I feel like they made, like, may, what if they made it, like, on purpose? Like, they purposefully want you to be talking to them.
0: Yeah, no. Like, like that's that's the thing is that it's yeah. written so well that it forces like, you to yeah, talk to them.
1: They're like, no, we're going to make you yell at them.
0: Now, my last note is, uh I'm saying this spoiler right now. Uh The dog lives. Yes. Dog does Don't live. Don't worry.
1: Yeah. It gets a little dicey there.
0: The dog's name is Sugar, by the way. Yeah. It's a dog... Name Sugar and Sugar lives the entire movie. I that's the one thing I didn't want to be worrying about. It's just like is sugar was going constantly to constantly
1: worry the entire movie like don't you dare. Yeah, don't, don't you dare. I'm not sure how the dog lived, because there are definitely sometimes that if it was a human
0: gator oh, yeah. would
1: have been there. But whatever.
0: Yeah, no the, I don't care. Sugar lives. That's all I'll say will the other characters lives that's what i'm not going to say but i yeah. wanted to go in this movie understanding that dog lives don't so. worry
1: just enjoy everything else
0: uh but yeah that's the thing is that this is definitely uh the movie definitely did its job in mm-hmm. saying that crocodile movie or uh, alligator movie in a hurricane in florida and it did its job it did yeah. its job and it actually invoked emotions for me maybe not like suspenseful like ooh, but it actually just made me talk to the movie. Yeah, and I loved it.
1: Yeah, it was great.
0: Yeah, uh, so talk about our ratings. Again, we're at a uh, five point of avoid at all costs, uh, pass, enjoyable, solid, and perfect. What did you give it?
1: I gave it a solid.
0: Yeah, why? It was.
1: It was. It, that's really what it was. It was a solid movie. I wouldn't give it amazing. It wasn't perfect because, like I said, the characters were really stupid. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was pretty predictable.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: But it was still very good. It was interactive. It was interesting. It ca- I didn't ever, like, feel like I needed to see. Oh, man, how long has it been? Yeah. Like, is it almost over? Um. And it's only long, an hour and 20. And I didn't feel like it ended too soon. Like, it was the perfect length. hmm I just got something in my eye. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um. But, no, I really, I just really enjoyed it.
0: Mm-hmm. No, yeah, good, It was just
1: a good, solid movie.
0: I also gave it solid um, just because, like I said, at the end, it did exactly what it set out to do. Uh, it set out to be this, like yeah. the setup of the movie. And it follows just that. And I was teetering between enjoyable and solid. But that's the thing is that I enjoyed my time. I talked to the movie. I was in the movie. I cared for the characters. Mm-hmm. I was suspenseful for the dog. Uh it, it was just it set out what it to, uh, what it needed to do and I g- I'm giving this a solid. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh, I think that's all we need to say. Yeah. Uh solid is kind of like a I highly recommend this movie. Perfect yeah. is perfect is like drop everything you're doing. Go watch it. And go watch Parasite. But uh, but this is kind of like I highly recommend it. Yeah. If you got time, I definitely recommend this movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's uh crawl. It's produced by Sam Raimi yeah. and it came out in 2019. It's available on Prime Video, so definitely check it out for yourself. Yeah. But yeah. Uh so let's talk about some video game news. You're Me, here for the for you're here for video games. Wow. Video game podcast. Who would have thought of for it? But let's just go right into it. You know what time it is. Do you want me to say it? No, it's time for our second segment. Top three gaming news. The top three gaming news is the gaming news that we saw in the past week. And we like to rank it three, two, one, just to give you a condensed version of what's going on in the gaming industry. Wait, hey, whoa, gaming industry. What's going on here? Things. Well, I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay. It's uh the top three gaming news time. Uh, Let's start with our number three gaming news. And it's about Pokemon again, everybody. Pokemon. We like Pokemon. Apparently, these people don't like Pokemon because, oh no, Pokemon Unite is the most disliked YouTube video of all time.
1: I got to agree with them, though.
0: Well, hang on now. (laughs) Hang on. Here's the thing. Let Let me go through this story. Uh, so Pokemon Unite yes, uh, just came out or it was just announced this past week in a Pokemon Direct, yes. right? And the Pokemon Direct was actually hyped up for a whole week. Now, the setup for this is that last week, last episode, we mm-hmm. talked about how Pokemon Snap was announced uh, along mm-hmm. with some mobile games like um, Pokemon Cafe and Pokemon Teethy Brushies. Um, and then it just said, oh, for Pokemon Direct, we've got a huge announcement. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, "Oh my goodness, this is it! We're gonna get Johto remastered. Like, we're gonna get like a big thing. Oh, maybe some more details about Pokemon Snap." In the most blind way possible, they show off a Pokemon MOBA. Now, here's my problem: is that the game in of itself, a Pokemon MOBA like League of Legends and Dota. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Like, I really do. I see the gameplay. I'm like, that's Looks cool. It's fun. What I don't like about it is that um, it's not on PC. It is on Switch and mobile. Yuck. But I'm sure they've, you know, did some controls just like yeah. uh, Halo Wars did with um the Xbox controller. But it is what it is. But yeah, so it's a Pokemon MOBA. Now what people didn't like was just that it hyped up this much and mm-hmm. it was a game that easily could have been just a tweet. Yeah. Definitely. It, yeah, it just hyped people up and it was it was tone deaf. People mm-hmm. were not asking for a Pokemon MOBA.
1: Yeah. I feel like if they really wanted a big hitter like surprise they should have switched Pokemon Snap and this.
0: Oh yeah, like just or even like include Pokemon Snap in this yeah like give us some other details about other games but it's just like we're only talking about this and we're going to show you some gameplay with announcements
1: ever it's like it's okay
0: yeah like it just said like no hang on now hang on i know you don't understand what's going on in this game so let me show you no i'm like no we i understand what it is Mm -hmm. it's pokemon league of legends it's fine i i don't need to explain i'm not
1: excited about it (laughs) it's
0: just like i'm not excited now in response to this little um broadcast uh we have this and now all, all the articles linked down below yesterday uh yesterday's pokemon presents broadcast has accrued over a 000 dislikes in under 24 hours Ooh. as noted by nintendo life a strong response from fans that after a hotly anticipated reveal turned out to be a moba like where you play as a team of so pokemon earning abilities buying for control of a top down battlefield it is dota with pokemon that's yeah. all it is and that's the thing 170,000 in 24 hours it is the most disliked video in pokemon's history and i think it's just because nobody was asking for this yeah and it was presented in a way where it was a bigger deal than it was yeah and it's being <laughs> made by Tencent, which um, well, people aren't a huge fan of Tencent. So, uh, but that's the thing. It's like fine game. It was just presented like it was a bigger deal than it yeah. was. Yeah. Any other thoughts?
1: Not really. I mean, this is pretty cut and dry. It's like, yeah, <laughs> they made a bigger deal of something that isn't really a big deal. And people showed them how they felt. <laughs>
0: well, that's why it's a number three gaming news. Yeah. It's still newsworthy
1: definitely newsworthy but not much
0: to say much about but not like mixer <laughs> oh no Woo-hoo. um number 2 gaming news uh mixer is shutting down people oh no um uh what's <laughs> like uh, this past monday so literally a week a week ago from today uh, microsoft just comes out Without alerting any streamers, it comes to a surprise from the Mixer streamers. Yeah. Keep in mind, the streamers had the no idea. They didn't tell
1: anybody anything.
0: They're like, hey, uh, we're shutting down Mixer. We're giving it to Facebook Gaming. Have fun. And that's it. And what's the craziest part is that Ninja, and um, and I'm going to read this quote here from Phil Spencer, who is the head, head, of, head. Of, of Xbox Gaming, which, you know, Mixer is a part of. But Ninja and Shroud get to keep those $30 million checks. Well, they should. Oh, yeah, they should. But they just won the lottery here.
1: Yeah. They got $30 million. They got $30 million to do nothing.
0: Yeah, like after a month, mu- after a few months, they're like, yeah, you're free to go. Go back to Twitch. Whatever you want to do. You want to go to Facebook Gaming? Go ahead. You want to just not stream ever again? Go mm, ahead.
1: You have the money to do that.
0: It's just like that's incredible. Uh, so I just want to read this quote right here. Um, this from uh, this from The Verge. Uh, all the articles linked down below. As I said before, uh, Microsoft has talked about reaching uh, two billion gamers with its vision for X Cloud. Now this is important. Why did they get rid of Mixer for Facebook Gaming? But Mixer wasn't in a strong enough position to help achieve that goal. Phil Spencer says this. When we think about the X Cloud and the opportunity to unlock gameplay for 2 billion players, we know it's going to be critically important that our services find large audiences. And Facebook clearly gives us that opportunity, says Spencer. Now, I say to Facebook because one, it's pretty toxic, uh, Facebook is. It is. Uh, but it is by far the largest, maybe, you know, In a year's time, it's not, but it is the largest social media platform. It has the most users ever. And that's the thing. It's got a lot of users in it. And what Phil Spencer says, like, listen, I could be focusing on Mixer. I could be focusing on a streaming service, but I really want xCloud to uh, succeed. Mm -hmm. And so why don't we give this to Facebook Gaming to focus on? They got a whole team behind it. And it's Facebook. And Facebook, by the way, Facebook loves live streams. They love that. Uh, their algorithm loves them some live streams. So, uh, has your boy done live streams? No, but that's the thing is that they love it, and now they have the full capacity behind Mixer services. But it's Facebook. But Phil Spencer's like, I want to focus on X Cloud.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't want
0: to focus on Mixer. Yeah. Any thoughts?
1: Um, my only thought is. I was with them until he said the reason behind it that like Facebook has the um com- like the people. Mm-hmm. But if you ask any teenagers, which is oh, the yeah. main yeah, demographic maybe. for streaming video games, mm-hmm. they're not on Facebook.
0: That's the weird part about this whole thing. Like is Facebook, that like-
1: if you ask any kid, like I remember in youth group, they'd be like, Ugh, only parents are on Facebook and grandparents. Yeah, like only old people are on Facebook, which is why I was surprised that like my younger cousin's like girlfriend was on Facebook. I was like, oh, really?
0: Well, what's funny <laughs> is that people say that all the time, but Facebook is much more like it's much bigger than people think. Because what does Facebook own? Instagram. This is true. Uh, what does Facebook also own? Oculus Rift. Maybe that's wrong. I think it's Oculus, but they also own the WhatsApp they uh, they own a that's lot
1: true they do own a lot but when you think like i wasn't thinking of that when they said it's on facebook i'm like i'm thinking of like facebook
0: yeah that's the thing it is called facebook gaming but i think phil spencer knows that they have way more of an audience that kids today when they say like oh facebook i'm on instagram more like oh guess who owns instagram facebook yeah. and facebook has your properties um have you logged onto the internet lately they've got your property but that's the thing is that uh, Phil Spencer's right in doing this is that mm-hmm. he's focusing on other things. He's focusing on making sure that X Cloud succeeds. yeah, and good for him. I, I don't really have a problem with this. I really don't. Um, and I, I'm sure that uh, Ninja and Shroud really don't have a problem with this. But if you were on mixer and you were you know streaming, that was your you know your job, I'm sorry. But, you know, Viner survived. So I'll leave it at that. You know, Vine, Vine kind of, but then they all survived. So uh, welcome, Logan Paul. But that brings us to our number one gaming news, which is actually a very important topic is that, yeah. um, and it's very important. Mm-hmm. It's that uh, the gaming industry is facing a ton of. Yeah, I didn't know what picture to.
2: I
1: was like, what'd you put up there?
0: It's just another picture from an article that I. But the gaming industry is facing some backlash against some uh, sexual harassment allegations and misconduct Mm -hmm. across the industry. Yeah. And the gaming industry is responding to this and saying like, oh, wow, perhaps we should do something about that. And I'm like,
1: that's probably a good idea.
0: Yeah, probably a good idea. Gaming industry. Uh, So here's the thing. I have a little bit of an interesting take. Not interesting. I shouldn't say that. But <laughs> in the past couple of weeks, we've, uh, we've seen the gaming industry having overwhelming amounts yeah. of sexual harassment uh, and misconduct allegations. And I'm going to say that again. Allegations. Now, m- let me preface this. I come from a youth pastor background, right? And I am so careful <laughs> when... So so careful uh, when dealing with the opposite gender, especially younger, yeah. middle school. In the in the way of people said like, "Oh, Adam, you, you seem to be ignoring the girls." Yep, like, sure I am. That's the thing is that you'd like you'd
1: rather be accused of not liking girls, yeah, than something else.
0: I never had a Snapchat ever. They're like, "Why do you have that?" <laughs> Allegations. But that's the thing is that, like, I'm not trying to say any of these women are wrong. No. What I am trying to say is that you do anything that seems uncomfortable at all, ever, and then you, yeah. pff, you're right there. Sexual harassment. I'm not, again, it has everything to do with their rights as women. Yeah. But let me preface it that way. I have the perspective of. I am so You've careful. You've seen
1: it happen on the other end where it wasn't entirely truthful.
0: I've seen it on both ends in youth ministry where it wasn't truthful. And my many of my friends were falsely accused mm-hmm. of sexual harassment and their lives were ruined. And I've also seen, I will say this, equal amounts of very much the truth. Yeah. And I've cut ties.
1: So well, that's probably a good idea, too.
0: But that's the thing is that, like, I've seen it both ends. I have. Yeah. And let me go forward with this. Uh, that's the thing is that there are some cases that are proven mm-hmm. more like, excuse me, uh, Ashraf Ishmael, yeah, who was proven to be now, the other thing I'll talk about this, let me just set it up first. Uh, Ashraf Ishmael was accused of cheating on his wife, being in uh, you know being unfaithful unfaithful to his wife. And he was alleged. And then all these women showed the DMs. It was the truth.
1: Yeah, they wasn't alleged anymore.
0: But here's my thing about this. Here's my thing. And we can talk about this a little bit more. Uh, I wish these things were handled much more privately and mm-hmm. not in the open. Reason being, please don't cancel me. But reason being is that both ends, both ends, Mm-hmm. They have a lot to do with fame.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, let me read this quote first and then I'm gonna talk about that. So again, article link down below. Uh so this person, uh Enola Leon, who you put out like a a good allegation, turned out to be truthful. But let me read it like this. This is on her side. For a long time, I was afraid to say anything. I was worried it would ruin me as a content creator because my attacker had influence and a small place of power in the game industry. A small place of power does a lot for people. Mm -hmm. I've seen strong and brave women come forward with their experience with assaults. Unwanted advances and discomfort forced on them by men and fellow content creators in our industry. It makes me angry and less afraid to share my story. Now, that's the fantastic side of this is that you're more open to call them out. Mm -hmm. What's not fantastic is that there is, there is motivation for fame on both ends. Yeah. When I say both ends one, well, what do women have, you know, to lie about this fame attention? Like, that's the thing. I had a lot of, you know, youth pastor friends that, they needed attention. They did not have a good home life and they needed attention mm-hmm. and it screwed them over. Yeah. Fame. Now on the other end, we also have somebody in this very article. I forgot his name, but uh, he doesn't deserve to be uh, told about. So whatever. Read an article about below, but he, he actually encouraged his followers to cancel him. Oh, well, why would he do that? Is he such a good guy? Uh, No. Because what happens when you cancel somebody, you trend on Twitter. Yeah. Cancel blank. Oh, who's this person? Because there was a cancel syndicate thing. I don't know who syndicate was. Now I know who he is. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Is that, like, even when someone's yeah. like, oh, yeah, cancel me. Why? So I can trend on Twitter.
1: Yeah. So they can be a martyr.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Is that, like, I wish these things were handled more privately yeah, and done thorough investigation within the industry. Yeah, because it just leads to a motivation mm-hmm. of fame,
1: and not to say that yeah the men or even women. It is occasional yeah that women take that power role, and it is a you know of course these people don't seem like they would need. Like the, no one wants to give them redemption. No one wants mm-hmm. to see anything good happen for them. But when you handle things privately, it gives them an opportunity to redeem themselves Yeah, and continue their career.
2: Like, yeah. no, like, their choi-
1: like he made a choice and that was wrong, mm-hmm. but his whole career is ruined because he decided to be unfaithful to his wife multiple times. Yeah.
0: Like, that's the thing. Ashraf is, he stepped if down he from were a
1: normal person. No, y- your boss would not care No, he what you did.
0: Like, Ashroff stepped down from Valhalla. Yeah. Like, he said, I need well, to that take was, some personal that was time. good. And that's the thing. It's like, he's trying to, like, mend mm-hmm. his family. Yeah. But that's the thing, is that because it was so public, him trying to ever touch another Assassin's Creed game is very unlikely.
1: Yeah, and it'll be harder. F- I, in my opinion, I feel like it would be harder for him to be able to find mm. a higher, like, a high job like that
0: yeah because he has no room for redemption, yeah, ever. because
1: it's so public of something that is so private,
0: and that's the thing. I want these things to be handled much more privately and much more seriously instead of cancel culture, which is just yeah. is just an angry mob that gets yeah. nothing done,
1: and I'm not saying don't talk about these things, no, like yeah. Yeah. definitely talk about this stuff. It is very important to know this stuff exists mm-hmm. so that it's handled correctly, yeah. But I just feel like, when it comes to the actual people, mm-hmm. it need, it should be private. In for both sides. I mean, yeah. if the um, victim comes out
2: mm-hmm. and says
1: something, like that's fine if they want their name out there, right? But I just feel like the case as a whole, everything, it should be anonymous. Like I don't know. I just feel like every side deserves mm-hmm. to not have their name known everywhere
0: and that's the thing is that there's such a motivation for that fame Mm -hmm. there's such a need for that fame and Mm -hmm. that's why i don't like it how this is just so open if it got leaked yes if there is protests sure but all this is is just twitter bashing and all we're getting is this person's famous that person's like angry joe right now yeah He's being, alle- uh, he's got an allegation against Wookie Monster, and she's she, it's not her real name. People know her now as Wookie Monster, and where are you gonna go, Wookie Monster's channel? Mm-hmm. There's such a motivation for fame that people like Enola Leon, right? Mm-hmm. She's trying to get the truth done. Yeah, and all of these people, people. All these people are just burying the truth stories yeah. with their little 15 minutes of fame yeah, on both sides. Yeah. And, I, and it just annoys me that like we're hiding the truth. We're burying the truth with somebody who just wants their 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. I think all of this is good in the long run. I think people who are in power, by the way, I know people in power take advantage of the women that they do. So serve Uh, many pastors that I know, but um, not know directly, but hmm, maybe. But that's the thing is that you get in that position of power and you think you're unstoppable and therefore you take advantage of people. Yeah. And I think that needs to end. I think I know that needs to end. That should end. Yeah. But this whole cancel culture, I think it needs to be handled a little bit more privately and a little bit more seriously rather than outing people, canceling people. I don't like this person. Why are you following them? Stop treating it like a kindergarten playground and actually take it with some seriousness. Adult life. Yeah.
1: Try and be a little serious once in a while,
0: but uh, I will be looking for the cancel games and groceries on Twitter after this conversation. So probably good luck with that, but because we're already canceled, but that's the top three gaming news. But that's the thing. I, I do want to end on, it is good for the gaming industry. Screw sexual misconduct. Uh, Screw racism. Because we already talked about that, too. How gaming industry is cracking down on that. Screw all of that. Let's actually treat ourselves like people here. But we should be taking it a little bit more seriously. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So, number three gaming news is about Pokemon. Do you think that was wrong for MOBAs? Pokemon? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Microsoft shutting down Mixer. Was that bad? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, And in uh, gaming industry, is sexual misconduct wrong? Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> but uh, that's top three gaming news. Write your thoughts in the comments down below. But it's time to bring on our guest. Yeah, you uh, you, you stuck around long enough. It's time to bring him on. We've got Travis from the Rainbow Road Podcast. You we're gonna be it. we're gonna be talking about romancing and games. Woo-hoo! Wow, fantastic! So, without further ado, let's bring him on, Travis from the Rainbow Road Podcast. <laughs> All right everybody. We are back with our special guest, Travis from the Rainbow Road Woo! Podcast. Hello! He's here. It's he great. Is. Yeah. I did Oh, uh Travis, can you talk again?
3: Hello? I Hello? didn't
0: yeah. I didn't on. recheck the if he's being picked oh, up no. on. Well, no, you're good. You're good. You're being picked okay. up. Okay, good. We're good. But We're doing excellent. this live. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, you're from the Rainbow Road Podcast, of course, uh, because Everybody listens to it regardless of your comments from our last episode. <laughs> but real quick, what's it about? Um, I, I love the concept. Um, I was about to like introduce your podcast. Like, Travis, introduce to it. By the way, his podcast is all about. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the concept, man. Uh, introduce us to your podcast.
3: So, we are Rainbow Road. Uh, My name is Travis. My co host is Mike, who unfortunately couldn't join us today. Uh, But our podcast is about looking at gaming through the lens of queerness. So, Mm. I during the pandemic was looking for uh, video game podcasts, uh, and thankfully, I found wonderful ones such as yourselves.
0: Hey, thank you. Uh,
3: (laughs) But I was looking for uh, one as well that looked at it from a queer lens, looking at queer characters and people from the LGBT community. And unfortunately, there isn't much there's a couple here and there most of them died out after a couple episodes uh and that's something that we wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. so we decided we'll do it ourselves so we look at video games um both through their characters and their stories but also through the developers through their themes like we talked about pokemon and um animal crossing and things like that that aren't necessarily queer games but have a large queer following or Mm -hmm. have uh Themes that really seem to appeal to the queer community.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. And like it's uh you have really good guests on too. It's very energetic. I definitely recommend it. Um if, if you're looking for that sort of podcast, and I, and I think it's important to have those podcasts. Um mm-hmm. and, and we we talked a little bit about diversity in games. Um we only represent uh you know, straight married podcasts. Ugh, ugh. That's disgusting. <laughs> Why? You're but, so weird. <laughs> But no, I think it's important to have like very specific podcast because it needs to relate, and mm-hmm. I love the concept behind yeah. that. Um, but yeah, definitely check them out. I will have the link to the podcast link below as well as their Twitter account. Definitely give them a follow. But we're here to talk about romancing,
1: yeah, romancing
0: in games. You know, kissing video game characters and whatnot.
1: What? Why do you what? say things this way?
0: Because sometimes I kiss them through the screen, but that's here nor there.
2: Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> uh but let's let's start this conversation um you know in a more normal fashion yeah let's Uh, try that let's try that (laughs) um so let's talk about this is frankly
3: how i start most of my romances so honestly (laughs) being awkward as heck is probably a good place to start for this
0: see that's the thing like uh, if you're not starting awkward is it a relationship
1: like, I mean, that's what the way I ha- went about our relationship. I'm like, I'm not going to hide anything. Yeah, why not? <laughs> what's the point in that?
3: Yeah.
0: It's just like you get
1: all the weird all at once. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jeez. All cards on the table. This is what you're dealing with. Exactly. Early, this is what you've got. Yep.
0: <laughs> but anyways. Um, <laughs> um, but let's talk about our tolerance on romance in media in general. Let's talk about movies, books, like any kind of media. Mm-hmm music i guess uh, but what is our you know tolerance or our opinions about romance in other medias uh just to get like yeah uh, our takes our you know set the standard kind of deal yeah uh travis as our guest uh what what is your tolerance towards it
3: i think it really largely depends on the type of media we're talking about mm-hmm. um it you know, if it is a rom-com, it's kind of crucial to the story. But if you're looking at other films, like my boyfriend and I just watched uh, this film called Network a couple weeks ago uh, about um, sort of the future of uh, broadcast journalism. And this was back in like the 70s, I think. And it was talking about how entertainment and views were going to take over and you're going to twist the news and it's not going to actually be about what's truthful or helpful to people, but rather about what's entertaining. And that's pretty prescient for something that was like 40 years ago. Yeah, Um, And it was great. But also there was this romance subplot that had nothing to do with anything. And the entire time Mm -hmm. I was like, this, this doesn't serve the story. So I'm just, every time they were on screen, I was thinking to myself, okay, yeah, let me know when you're done. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I think it really vastly depends on what kind of story you're trying to tell. But um, in terms of me, I, I do like seeing romance and story specifically. Um, I'm going to bring this back to my podcast. Uh, Go for it, yeah. queer romances. Um, it was really nice to see queer rom-coms, the few that there have been uh, growing up, because it showed me that there was a happiness to being queer Uh, Mm -hmm. That there was a lighter side, because often it was brutal stories like Philadelphia story and things like that, where Mm. it was stories of tragedy, or Mm -hmm. it was the coming out story or something like that, where I didn't get to see someone living their queer life in a happy way. Yeah. Um, So Mm. I personally really do enjoy seeing great romance stories in the right stories it does depend on what i'm watching
0: that's a bingo right there yeah um and you still haven't seen the movie philadelphia have you no i have not oh no i want to
1: but i just haven't
0: yeah it's grim (laughs) it is like it's it's pretty brutal like there is no no holds bar in this movie it's Mm -hmm. just absolutely brutal um definitely recommend it especially since it takes place in philadelphia you know yeah. not not a really good light <laughs> I was on philadelphia
1: say, I'm like is that really something you want to advertise it's kind of like kind of <laughs> based in philadelphia <laughs> but, but rocky we'll take that one <laughs>
0: we'll take rocky <laughs> uh liz uh talk about your tolerance in games uh do you agree with travis or are you a different opinion
1: i very much agree with travis in like mm-hmm. i love romance and if it's in the story appropriately Mm -hmm. then I love it but if it's just kind of thrown in there I'd be like look it can appeal to your girlfriend too like that I hate like it has to go with the story if it doesn't go with the story pick one or the other Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. in a lot of the like action movies we watch like it's okay that there's a small love interest but it doesn't need to be the whole movie because that's not what it's about Mm -hmm. like if they threw a love interest in John Wick I'd be like what are we doing
0: yeah no and um do they kind of? No, they. I don't think so. Yeah, it's like it's sort of hinted, like he loves his dog. I don't know. Yeah, but I was, like, about
1: to, I was like, just about to say that. I'm like his dog. The is definition his love of interest. love
3: there is a little concerning. <laughs> 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 this <laughs> is true. <laughs> romance.
1: So yeah, I mean, and I know how you feel about romance and anything.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> coming to my tolerance, and like I said, we're just um, stating our own tolerance just to like set our mm. own standards going forward. I am not a romance guy, at all.
1: Adam's the kind of like, he'll watch a rom com and be like, "Why are Why are they in a romance in this?" I'm like, "It's the movie." I'm like, "This is so stupid." I'm like, "But it's the movie.
0: It's a rom com. There's romance and comedy." I'm like, "I just want comedy, man." <laughs> um, no, it's like I'm I've, not. What's that?
3: I was gonna say I find a lot yeah. of the problem with um romantic comedies is not necessarily the romance aspect but the way that they've set up the tension um that it's usually based on some complete misunderstanding of someone walking into the room at the wrong time misseeing or misunderstanding something that happened Mm -hmm. and then no one talks to each other for the rest of the movie Mm -hmm. and this entire thing could be solved by just two people not holding the idiot ball as we refer to it in writing and actually just speaking to one another if it actually comes from something that's a little more tense uh, and a little more nuanced in like actual things, that would be an obstacle to the romance as opposed to people just not talking to each other. I find that makes for a better rom com. So I, I kind of get the critique of why a lot of rom coms don't work. Yeah. But I think that's really more the issue as opposed to like why the romance is a part of it in the first place.
1: Yeah.
0: Well like that's the thing. It's just like if there's any kind of romance, I don't care like what movie, what usually game.
1: he's like, this is pointless. Like he doesn't yeah. care if it matches uh, okay. or okay. goes in the story. He doesn't care about it.
0: Okay. And I'm sure a lot of listeners are saying like liz are you okay and he's
1: just like, <laughs> there but when we first started dating i was like you're not romantic at all and i'm he's not like i know
0: <laughs> i'm just not i'm not in a textbook romance i show he shows
1: affection and love just not in different in that ways. like typical romantic way you know he doesn't bring yeah. home flowers every day or anything
0: yeah i i like do like like man stuff like cook um but no that like that's just my tolerance my own personal as we go forward in this it's just like eh, it's just like i'm not a romantic person in general i'm not a hopeless romantic is all i'm saying is that uh but that's pretty much our tolerance right yeah uh but now defining with that going into this topic when we're playing rpgs story video games all this jazz right um, do we gravitate towards the love interest the, the romance option, or do we kind of avoid it? I'm just going to start first because it's an easy answer. I avoid it.
2: You avoided it at all costs.
0: <laughs> like Goodbye, Ashley from Mass Effect. Get out of here. Miranda, <laughs> Mass Effect 2, scat. But I got bigger things to focus on, like my wife. But, <laughs> um, easy answer for me. Yeah. And I avoid it but yeah. because i'm just i'm a heartless monster oh
1: my goodness but and drama queen to top it off well
0: that too <laughs> <laughs> i love ha- having javis on here
1: <laughs> i love when people find us
0: funny Travis, <laughs> what do you, you think that's
3: why i came here exactly um, i <laughs> So, yeah, when it comes to romance in games, um, I'm in a bit of a trickier position because I don't always have mm. options that I probably would have chosen in mm. real life. Um, yeah. We did a whole episode on queer romance in games and talking about when we get options and when we don't. Um, so I have to face like a little bit of a, a tricky thing there. So uh, Mass Effect, for instance, um, I, in, of course, a Mass Effect had the choice as playing as Male Shepard, which I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I could choose either... Um, Ashley or Liara and I ended up choosing Liara and I kind of stuck with her through that whole playthrough uh, I realized that I could have chosen uh, Steve Cortez in Mass Effect 3 but I didn't for like multiple reasons one I'd already developed this relationship with Liara two yeah. he was mourning his dead husband and that seemed a little weird to be like you know how you're gonna get over your dead husband yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, Isn't that this is healthy <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that not how you uh, get people? No. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, okay. <laughs>
3: yeah, just go into grief circles. It's a great place to pick up guys. It's like, you know, uh, Adam. Oh, geez. <laughs> Um. Yeah, so I, I haven't had a lot of options, but uh, where I did take it for sure it was Stardew Valley. Uh, Mm. Stardew Valley uh, has every character available to romance pretty much for both genders Uh, and I ended up uh, romancing Sebastian. I'm not sure if you guys have played Stardew Valley, Um, but have you guys played it?
0: I've played a little bit and only because I stopped because I knew I was going to get like sucked into this and I was like I got things to do Uh, but I might pick it up again, but I played maybe 10 hours of it tops.
1: I have played zero.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> it can be a vortex. It can suck you in really quickly. And so I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, no, I played a little bit, but yeah.
3: Uh, Yeah, well, I ended up romancing a guy named Sebastian, who's like this emo boy who likes his video games and wants to be oh. a computer programmer. He lives in a very small town and then wants to move to the big city, uh, but as you're... T- relationship blossoms he finds out that he's happy with you the problem wasn't that he needed the big city it's that he needed someone to connect with and then you guys end up developing that relationship together and as someone who has thought several times about i live in a big city i live in toronto canada and i've thought about leaving it because it is so expensive oh i imagine
0: any big city is just so much Uh,
3: i have thought about having to live in a small town uh because a lot of people in my industry do and uh that scares me honestly for a bunch of reasons Mm -hmm. um and i kind of liked getting that little experience of living in a small town finding someone there and Mm. i don't know it was a really cute story and i really enjoyed it yeah it was was fun
0: and that's the thing like for romance in games like it's there for the enjoyment like uh which we'll get into a little bit later but um no that's awesome Mm -hmm. like i didn't know about sebastian um (laughs) I just like the, saying that name.
1: I can only think of when someone says Sebastian, I only think of this one YouTube video I watched with Lane when we were like twelve. It was these two girls prank calling. Yeah. And they would always use the name Sebastian, go, Sebastian. <laughs> and that's the only he- way I hear the name Sebastian.
0: See, I thought you were gonna go with the crab from Little Mermaid. That's what like... I was thinking. No, yeah. it was this
1: was YouTube video that me and my friend watched a thousand times
3: when we were growing up
0: oh my goodness it was hilarious jeez <laughs> uh i
3: think they would be very happy to know that they s- stuck in your brain right. yeah a movie of all things
0: <laughs> as creators ourselves like all this table i would yeah. love like
1: someone r- quoting us from in like 10 years yeah, it's like oh that's nice <laughs>
3: like, <laughs> i'm pointless now I but mean, it's nice <laughs> I just watched your most recent episode and heard you guys quote me from my Twitter, like, little post that I made. Yeah. And I was already like, oh
0: <laughs> It broke my heart when you're like, oh, nobody listens to so us. Like, come on, Travis. Yeah. Get out of here.
3: <laughs> no one listens to us yet. We're getting there. There you go.
0: True that. That's the attitude. But, uh, yeah, no, Liz, uh, when you talk about romance in yeah. video games, what is your take?
1: I am one that I... I try and go where I feel the story is leading me. like, okay. And I've said that this in other podcasts, like I try and make decisions that I feel like they would make mm. like, um, I don't know how, I don't have any examples, but, yeah. <laughs> but I try and just kind of go where the story feels like going. Like here's an example. So like twilight.
2: Okay. I was a try hard. Yes.
1: Um, but everyone was like having the teens in this. And my whole family was like team Jacob. I'm like, but the story chose Edward and these are the reasons. So that's who I go for. Cause that's what the author wanted.
2: Mm. So like,
1: that's kind of like how I go. Like, it's like, all right, I feel more drawn to this. Or I feel like their personality would be this. I'm always drawn to have a relationship because they mm-hmm. are, and they always end up being really cute and nice and just pleasant to be part of.
0: So let's start some controversy here. What? We're all life is strange people here.
3: Yes. I, yeah, I was waiting for this. I was waiting for this.
0: Chloe or Warren? Where's the story going?
1: So for me, <laughs> yeah. I again, I try and feel yeah. it out. I don't, I don't think she would choose Warren. No, but I still only see Chloe and Max as best friends.
2: Mm-hmm. Like really?
1: Yes, because they grew up as children, and like I don't know, I just see them as more of best friends, and I see Chloe and Rachel. Mm -hmm. as the relationship Ah,
0: you know what i mean you also like you identify a lot with max and then chloe is your best friend elena so it's like
1: and chloe are very much like me and my best friend so it would be like me imagining being in a relationship with my best friend which is Mm -hmm. not too far-fetched but (laughs) yeah (laughs) but you know what i mean
0: (laughs) yeah true 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 but like even playing now you haven't played before the storm yet
3: uh, no, I read plot summaries for our episode. I, I've played one and two, but not Before the Storm.
0: Uh, Before the Storm, I, I think it gets, it's very under, um, uh, what, what am I looking for? Appreciated? Underappreciated, yeah, thank you. Mm, um, yeah. But it is very <laughs> underappreciated. Um, but no, like after playing Before the Storm, you really start to feel for uh, Chloe and Rachel. Mm-hmm. And then you play replay Life is Strange 1, and you still have the connection with Chloe and Rachel. And it's just like... I get where you're coming from Yeah, where it's just like, I think the story is leading towards Max and Chloe. Uh, but, I, um, but yeah, I, I can't get past it. Like, no, it's, it's Chloe and Rachel, yeah. like straight up. Um, Travis, uh, you played life of strange very recently, which is like,
3: uh, no, no, I played it when it came out. I think Mike, or our be, other Mike our co-host, was, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah Mike right. had just played it for the episode. Yeah. Um, I made the mistake of choosing Warren.
0: Why?
3: Because
0: <laughs> Warren's
3: just a guy.
0: Like, he's a little dopey. I, he
3: is. Like I, mean, I that's feel I like for him, Warren. Yeah,
1: fair. he's very why adorable. why I'm with my boyfriend.
2: <laughs>
1: no, Warren is very adorable and like, oh, you're so cute. But I, I wouldn't see Max and him dating for a long time if they did date. Like they no. weren't. They wouldn't yeah. be like end
3: goals.
0: Yeah, no, they want not be relationship goals. Yeah. Is what you're saying? Um, this is
3: this is the thing. Like Warren is barely a part of the story, honestly, exactly. and that's why I kind yeah. of regret picking him. Yeah. He shows up, gets punched in the face, <laughs> yeah. thanks, uh, and then disappears for a while. Comes back to say that he wants to take you to a movie, which mm-hmm. he, we never see, and then oh, yeah. he shows up drunk at the party to be like, "Man, you didn't pick me." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: and. That's that's it. It's the what we said on our episode was that it's a lot of people complain about the unnecessary gay character. Mm-hmm. Warren is the unnecessary straight character. <laughs> like yes. That's nothing yes. to that story.
0: <laughs> I've never heard a more accurate bingo than oh, I've heard see, right now.
1: But you haven't played before Storm, so you don't know about Elliot. He is more pointless.
0: Oh yeah. He's
1: the okay. most pointless person in the whole universe of Life is Strange. Yeah. He's pointless.
0: Elliot is probably not only the most pointless, but the most forgettable character ever. Yes. And it it leads more into the Chloe Rachel. And I feel like the story would have been fine without Elliot. And just Chloe is just searching for somebody to love. And she gets to Rachel. Yeah. But like Elliot's just kind of like, oh, by the way, boyfriend. Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah. There's, there's Elliot. She's there. (laughs) Um, Hi, Elliot. Hi, player. Get out of here, Elliot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I <It> sucks. <laughs> I can't stand them. Um Thank you, deck it's, nine, for Elliot.
3: It is funny what you're saying, but you're bringing your own friendship into sort of the lens mm-hmm. with which you're looking at the, um, their relationship, whether that be yeah. friend or uh, romantic. Uh, and it's funny because we pr- talk about that a lot on our show with mm-hmm. we're, as queer people, we project queer experiences onto what we're seeing, even mm-hmm. if there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. We're kind of that desperate uh, that we are looking for that kind of representation. Yeah. Uh, so, uh I, I completely get that. If that's the lens through which you're seeing that mm-hmm. you're not going to see a romantic relationship there. Yeah. Um. So I, I completely, that makes sense to me. And I think their friendship is strong enough that it still carries the story and mm-hmm. it still is meaningful at the end of life is strange when you have to make that choice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's the thing. So like, it's still impactful. Um. But yeah, I, I like what you're saying though, that like, now, now let me go into that actually that's actually a really good topic about romancing and games um the reason the other reason why I went to bring you on the show the only reason you know not because your podcast is entertaining or anything but no like the the reason was because you do have that different perspective that I don't have um, mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about diversity that like I don't have the perspective of wanting to have diversity because I'm a straight white male Uh, But talking about romancing in games, Mm -hmm. like, what is your perspective? Even growing up with games, like, you say that, uh, I don't want to, like, misquote you, like, you were desperate into, (laughs) (laughs) like... That's that's what I said. (laughs) Yeah, but you were, like, desperate to, like, find something that, like, relates to you. Like, can you talk a little bit about that?
3: Yeah, um, the audience for games for so long has been the average either teenage to 25 straight white young male um mm. and that is where the stories focused because that's who they were telling stories to uh and thankfully over the past couple of years that has changed especially in the indie scene but now mm. we're starting to see it come into triple-a games as well um we're starting to see games like mass effect and dragon age where you have the option to pick people other than that mm. um and you also have something like uh life is straight not life is straight last of us two where we have a queer protagonist Mm -hmm. in uh in a game where also it is not an option for the romance it is not uh something that you can choose with an avatar character or or an insert character this is canonically the story that every player will experience Mm -hmm. uh themselves and uh it's it's so great to see. Uh, yeah. I, like I said earlier, about wanting to see romance stories about um, queer people, because it reminds me that we can have happy stories. Not going to take Last of Us as a happy story.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's got, it's got some it, yeah. sprinkles of happiness in there. <laughs> it's got
3: moments. Yeah, go. yeah, yeah, That's yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it is so nice to see, um, and you know and i'm excited to see it go further i'm excited to explore relationships that involve trans people i'm excited to um you know with outer worlds uh i don't know mm. if you guys played outer worlds
0: oh i love outer worlds it was my game of the year oh, when yeah. it came out yeah and we actually talked a little bit with uh andrew orsi about that um about um oh no what's her name in parvati thank you parvati yes, yes.
3: Mm Uh, and that is something that's really fascinating because a lot of people don't fundamentally understand what it is like for an asexual person to Mm -hmm. still have romantic feelings, even though they don't have sexual feelings. And there's also aromantics, but you know, it's, it's a whole thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was great to see that kind of representation on screen and also something that didn't detract from your own romance in the story. Um, What I find really interesting with Outer Worlds is there is romance in there, but it is not your romance. Mm. You still get to go with Parvati and experience that crush that she has on the engineer and uh, you get to see... did you go through that storyline or oh
0: yeah, yeah. no like I, I decimated that game. So
1: like, <laughs> he experienced everything.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness, I love that game. But no, like that that's a really good perspective because it's not a first person, it's a third person perspective. Mm-hmm. And that's I never thought of it about like that. You get to experience it not through your lens, but through her lens. Mm-hmm. And all you're doing is just listening to that. Yeah. That's that yeah, yeah, that's that's cool to think about. But, yeah, I know that, like, Andrew Orsi was, like, very affected by that because he identifies as asexual. And, like, he found that, like, it is actual a representation of that struggle. Mm-hmm. And, like, I definitely appreciated that. And that comes through romancing in games, right? And now let, let me, like, jump into that topic because I feel like we're going to transition into that real quick. But, like, how important is romancing in games and i and we talked a little bit about it but like yeah it's is it important are these games or are these mechanics something that needs to be implemented into games or is it something that's just kind of like it's a connector it's whatever Mm -hmm. what do we all think about that uh travis why don't you start off
3: um yeah i would have thought that player choice beats all when it comes to something like mass effect or dragon age Mm -hmm. or um or outer worlds or fallout or any of these games where you have an avatar character that has like a squad uh it was kind of the assumption that you had to have the choice to sleep with one of them because it's it's a power fantasy yeah yeah sleep with someone right (laughs) Um, but it's just you have to it's just sounds like high school like that in outer worlds uh that (laughs) that wasn't necessary and outer worlds is still a great game on its own right that Mm -hmm. wasn't crucial and that's not to say that uh romance stories are completely extraneous and completely superfluous and we don't need them Mm -hmm. but the idea that it is central to a power fantasy that it is necessary that we have that option uh was kind of challenged and i like that Mm -hmm. uh because i want to see also more canonical romances taken seriously in games like um there's a whole genre of dating sims which are still video games even some people don't really see them as that but um you know it it would be nice to see it in triple a games and to look at it like for instance sorry i'm I'm going on so many tangents here i'm really sorry for it yeah Uh, uh look at the difference between um mass effect and witcher 3 Uh, Extra Credits has an excellent video breaking this down, but they talk about how Witcher 3, it is not about choosing one from a list of characters who will always be attracted to you. You are talking about two different romances between Yennefer and Triss um, Mm. that are just different, just fundamentally different in the way that you relate to each other and that you experience that romance. And uh, that is something told through a linear story and technically is a choice, but it's not the same kind of choice That you're experiencing in these squad-based, team-based, you know, uh, like line the women up and decide, hmm, which of them will I sleep with? (laughs) It's it's not that same kind of story. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I I think that it's necessary in its own place, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. It is not necessary for all stories, but where it would serve the world and serve the characters, I think it is necessary and crucial. And I I do like having it there.
0: Mm -hmm. And that kind of matches your... Uh, our first question the tolerance it's like you like romancing in media as long as it fits yeah you know like and that kind of matches in um where like if it's just you know just to select somebody just to sleep with kind of like how fable does it um yeah like fable kind of did that it's Mm -hmm. like which one but i can't remember have have you
3: played fable uh, I, yes but years ago so long i barely remember i was it. gonna
0: say i it was years ago and i wasn't even like looking for that mm-hmm. kind of stuff w- was there was there like only one gender that you could select or could you uh, in
3: in the original i believe that you couldn't yeah uh, and then in the sequel you could if i remember correctly
0: okay um, yeah like i was i thought you could but i was just like it's been so long mm-hmm. like i it's been I can't even count how many years I've played Fable but uh
3: oh, yeah actually, maybe it was uh, I, I remember it was before oh god uh, is, I'm I'm a bad gay here uh, <laughs> no. what it was was that uh you would you could marry someone but you didn't get a marriage cutscene you didn't get like huh. the whole and then they lived happily ever after and they have like almost stained glass type painting of like you marrying someone wow. and you could but you didn't get the whole marriage it was like yeah, they're they're your partner now okay that's
0: wild <laughs> shuffle
3: mm. you off along and then um in the sequel i think it was upgraded to an actual marriage ceremony
0: oh um, huh yeah no i never i like i didn't know that that that's weird like that's that's an odd choice as a developer but mm. it is what it is but those games were developed you know uh, you know way back in the day of like Ten years ago <laughs> it's just wild how much games have changed since then man. Um, yeah. but Liz, what do you think like is it important for you like to connect?
1: I personally, I mean, like I said, I enjoy romance relationships like building in games. But what I think is more important is having some sort of strong Mm -hmm. bond or relationship in it where it's like you're not going to like even if it's the bond with themselves, like they're just a strong character and they are very like they know what they're doing and they have this intuition. You're not going to play a game with someone like fighting by themselves who's like so hopeless and like I can't do it. Yeah. And without someone else there saying, like, no, let's go, we can do it. Like you know what I mean? Like whether it's you're you have a strong like sense of self, you're with a good friend, you're with a like parent figure or something Mm. like that, or a romantic relationship. Like I just think some sort of bond with some something or someone in a game is important to help get through it. Yeah, okay. Especially if it's like um like some sort of fighting or I can't think of names (laughs) of types of games right now. My brain is just...
3: Well, I think that's an excellent point. Like, if you look at Last of Us, for instance, Mm -hmm. it's only the first section of the game, but look at the relationship between Joel and Tess. And can you look at that relationship and say, well, it would have been better if I'd seen them kiss? Because Mm -hmm. I honestly think that's not true. I Mm -hmm. like the fact that they have this unresolved tension between the two of them. There's that one line she she says right before she sends them away with, uh, there has to be enough here that you feel some sort of obligation to me. Mm -hmm. And it says this idea of they both know that they have feelings for each other, that they both know the other has feelings, and that they have never acted on it, and now it's too late. Mm -hmm. And I, I love how much is wrapped up in that one line. And I think them just being boyfriend, girlfriend, or husband and wife honestly would lose so much from that storytelling like i don't Mm -hmm. think it would actually serve the story for them to be in that relationship so like you said it's more important to have the bond and what's interesting and what's good for the story
1: exactly
0: yeah like i like how you put it that way because like as soon as you said that i started thinking about it like what if they were like boyfriend like what if they did even kiss just once it like you said it's that tension That, like, in that final scene with Joel and Tess, that you're just, Mm -hmm. like, you really feel for it because there's so many unresolved that Mm -hmm. there's so much regrets that's about to happen. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, ooh, that gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. Jeez. Yeah. Maybe I am a romantic. I don't know. But.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I think you just like a good story. That's the thing. You don't care if it's a romance. You'd prefer it not be. But you're not going to yeah you're not gonna not acknowledge a good story
0: and i and i think that's what my answer would be is like is romancing important if it leads to a better story Mm -hmm. then yeah oh yeah yeah, i'll go for it but if it's just there like what you said in like action flicks it's like oh he's super killer but he loves the ladies it's like (laughs) you know it's like it's there for your girlfriend it's like yeah I still remember there was a report where there was supposed to be a Gears of War movie where Terry Crews was going to be Coltrane. I need that movie in my life. But yeah, yeah, like, uh, but it was canceled because there was no love interest. Yeah, they canceled it. And I was like, are you kidding me? What about with uh (laughs) girlfriends
1: would have gone to see it, see Terry Crews.
0: (laughs) And here's the thing. (laughs) I, I mean, characters. yeah, honestly. Yes. hilarious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when I saw that article, I was like, you're completely missing yeah. Marcus and Aya. Marcus and Aya had a strong but relationship. It has to
1: be the lead character for them no, to market it.
0: it. Yeah, Marcus was the lead character. Oh, I don't character. Know anything about. Come on. give <laughs> are with Gears of War. Man stuff and whatnot. I'm a, I'm a man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, But... Marcus and Aya. Aya was, um, I believe it's Aya. I'm losing my track with names here. but Doing uh, great. But Aya <laughs> is like the head of communications with all the gears. And Marcus is the lead commander. And there's like this tension all throughout until you get to Gears 3. And then Gears 3, they finally like admit their love for each other. And then Gears 4, you're playing as JD, which is Marcus and Aya's child. Oh, and I'm just like, so we're going to ignore that love interest. But that's fine. I don't need a Gears of War movie. That's fine. But
3: I'm curious to know what Liz thinks about what romance stories tend to do. When it's these shoved in, sort of completely tacked on things that we are talking about right now that don't serve the the story. But like, let's use The Hobbit as an example. Okay. Uh, The Hobbit trilogy didn't originally have a female character in it, and then they wrote in Evangeline Lilly's character, who's named
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and if you look at in interviews, she specifically said I will only do this movie if this character you're inserting into the story Is not caught in some stupid love triangle And they said, Yep, yeah, okay, fine, sure, yeah no. And then they wrote it, and then they shot it, and everything was great And then they came back to do reshoots <laughs> And they oh. went to her and they said So, <laughs> oh <my laughs> we God. want to put her in a love triangle And you can see her, she's in a promo interview That is supposed to be advertising this film trilogy Mm -hmm. and she goes and then they put me in a love triangle and she's so angry like in this thing where she's trying to and i find like that is kind of emblematic of what they do with a lot of uh female characters where Mm -hmm. it's like hmm, this will tick both boxes up we'll have a romance in the story and it puts a female character and it gives her something to do because they can't be clever enough to think of another female story to tell like she mm-hmm. must be in love with the guy like do you feel like that's the case mm. that that's what they do with female characters in games or I,
1: I do I feel like they tend to only feel like a female character can only be interesting if she's trying to outsmart the lead male like yeah. she has to be yeah. just she has to be like amazing at what she does and she has to like outsmart him and be witty and everything it's like why can't she be a, either a normal girl in a relationship or just an amazing like super smart girl with a good just with a good story Mm. in general
3: her own story that doesn't relate to another man yeah
1: i all but i do also hate when they're like look female empowerment and it's like trying to make her like this amazing person really i'm just like i don't like her
2: Mm. Mm -hmm. because they
1: they do that a lot too where it's like oh she's not in a relationship and but she's like super powerful and super great and i'm just like but she's a super boring character (laughs) (laughs) and i really don't like her
0: yeah no, that's true. Like, um, I totally relate to that. But I bet you do. No, no like, <laughs> But no, I get what you mean, though. That like a lot of the times you put in those female characters, one for a love triangle mm-hmm. or to outsmart. Why can't it just be, you know, a female? Like, yeah. Uh, it really goes to show that like Hollywood thinks that they need to pander rights they really just need to pander mm-hmm. to their audience when really it's just like enough with the pandering can we just show people
1: just make a good story and the people who like it will come yeah you can't you can't please everyone you make this you make the movie or the game for mm. the general market like if that's like if you're making an action movie make an action movie stop trying to shove romance in there
2: exactly like
1: just do Preach. that yeah i get so annoyed with movies because i love movies and when they do something stupid it drives me crazy Mm -hmm. but like if you're making something just make it and the people who love action movies will come watch it regardless of what's in it and if Mm -hmm. like i i mean this is speaking just personally for me but if you really love someone you're gonna go see the movie with them whether they're like i'm not gonna be like no we're not gonna go see your movie because there's no love interest in it like No, I love you. You love that movie. I'm going to go watch it with you. Thank you. You're welcome.
3: (laughs) Yeah, if you look at it like, like you said, why is there romance in this action film? No one is watching a rom com and being like, "Mm, I haven't seen a fight scene in a little while. Exactly. I'm a little bored. Yeah, but, not, like, not me, wrong. totally. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Is is it I'm bored or is it that this needs a fight scene? Like the, those exactly. are kind of two different things. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Like rom-coms are very honest like this. It, we're making a rom-com. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And they don't try and shove yeah. anything else in there.
3: And it's not that you can't combine those stories. Like, look at no. Baby Driver. Baby Driver is yeah. a great story that has a lot of action mm-hmm. and a romance. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be careful and deliberate in the way that you're crafting the story. Yeah. But just throwing it in to tick off the box, throwing it in to exactly. just have it be exactly. part of the story is not useful.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So I want to read some social media answers that we have here. So I asked you on social media. Oh, by the way, have you followed us on social media yet? You haven't? Why not? Freak. Anyways. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. He's, he followed us. Why didn't you? <laughs> you freak. Anyways, oh this is...
1: maybe not insult our listeners and viewers.
0: You're not a freak. You're a gem. There you go. You freak. Anyways, <laughs> you're an but
3: people listen to my podcast because they're freaks. That's the thing. <laughs> I know my audience.
0: Point taken.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I asked you all on social media, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, um, do you think romancing is important in games? So I got two answers here. Uh, One from at Commander Nikki. Woohoo! Yay! Nikki! Nikki's so great. She is. I love her.
1: She is. Everyone loves Nikki.
0: Everybody loves Nikki.
1: Have you followed Nikki? Why haven't you? Just go follow Nikki, everyone. Oh, I hit the mic.
0: Freak. Anyways, uh, (laughs) Nikki says... It really depends, to be honest. If it fits, it uh if it fits, it's fine, which is what we've been saying. Uh, but it shouldn't feel forced like, for example, the one in DBH DBH, what's that? You're looking at the wrong person. Oh oh, Detroit Become Human. Oh uh, Detroit uh, Become Human. I still think players should have been able to romance one of the male characters from Jericho. Yeah. Uh even though it's not player choice, Uncharted feels more good and natural. But uh, then she goes on to say, but most of all, I think that the options should be equal. Gosh, I feel like I'm retailing the thread I posted. Sorry, not sorry. Please. No bad choices to unlock gay romance options. Oh, I like that one. No bad choices to unlock the gay romance. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like that. I'm
3: going to guess that she's referring to Life is Strange 2.
0: Yes, Life is Strange 2. Mm Hold it. Yeah, because with um, Finn and Sean yes um and she also says no bad or boring gay story options mass effect franchise bad or boring you think you think a dying husband is boring nikki you're still a gem i don't care um <laughs> i
3: think that's a shot at kaden did anyone save kaden oh
0: kaden i forgot well
3: because see kaden... everyone forgot about kaden
0: bye kaden <laughs> i'm all about ashley um but, yeah, I think romance in games is important, especially for not straight people to have represent, representation. Throwback to episode 105. Oh, But, uh, yeah, what do we think about that? Um, by the way, uh, a little, little quick bit on Ashley. Didn't know this until I just started talking with her. Apparently, Ashley from Mass Effect is a Christian. I was like, okay. Yeah, no, like she's or are you talking like, like, the
3: character or the actress?
0: No, like the character in Mass Effect.
3: Oh yeah, no, she believes in God. Um so yeah. she's a devout Christian. Uh which like I, I found really interesting that some people I am an atheist myself, but mm-hmm. I I found it really interesting that people be like, Oh, religion's not gonna be around in a couple hundred years and I'm like, you know it's lasted this long, right? Yeah, like
0: true, true, true. Yeah, that's that's not going to go away
3: once we meet other species. Like, that's Mm -hmm. still God's creation. That's still, you know, Mm -hmm. it's everything out there. So I think it's just a very odd sentiment to think that's just going to be our future. That's just how it's going to go.
0: Yeah, and I was just like, that's all I really thought about. I was like, huh, cool. Yeah. And then it's like moved on. Like, get out of here, Ashley. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But what do we think about that for, um, especially... Definitely want to know for Nikki. No bad choices to unlock the gay romance. Um, what, do we, what do we think about that? It's like unlocking romance instead of just having it happen. I
2: feel yeah. like, yeah,
1: if it's if you have to unlock it, then it's a clearly not natural the story, and they don't care if it's there. Like the creators, don't oh, care. okay, yeah, because it's like, oh, you want romance? Well, here, I guess you can have it. But if it it goes back to me, like it has to be like mm-hmm. part of the story.
0: Yeah, personally. What do you think?
3: I I get it. I get the concept behind it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like locking away content from players, but yeah. at the same time, it doesn't make sense to the story. So if you've got a, a character who um, is making choices, your avatar is making choices that the other character that you are romantically inter- interested in, mm-hmm. the other character that you are romantically interested in would not agree with and fundamentally could not agree with because of your morals or your values or whatever it might be, um, I get that trying to keep mm-hmm. that romance going doesn't make sense. And having them still be attracted to you when you are making, you know, let's say war crimes, mm-hmm. uh, maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe that relationship is not going to work out. And I kind of get why they lock it out. So it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get that. But uh, it's a really tough line to walk because you do want player choice and you do want to be able to experience mm-hmm. things. So I don't know what the right answer is. And I kind of think it just depends on the game. Um, mm. I do like what Nikki said about the locking stuff of, behind like, you don't want to have the renegade only, um, yeah. Uh, paramours, right? Like the only, the renegade only romance options. That's not a great way of, uh, of doing things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I agree with that. Yeah. Liz, what do you think?
1: I already gave my answer.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I thought you had <laughs> further answers, but no,
1: I mean, I completely agree with him.
0: No, yeah, I definitely agree with Nikki because like, I mean, we're in a different time age, man. Like, yeah, why are we locking this away now?
1: Especially behind like the, bad options mm-hmm.
0: and some people it's in, it's important to like romance like what she said about dbh uh mm-hmm. Detroit become human um I think players players have been able to romance one of the male characters in Jericho um and some people that's important like for me like that's why I wanted to have this conversation for me it's not that important like I don't really care but for some people they're more I don't want to say sensitive towards that. Yeah. They're more they're more inclined to. That's there wasn't
1: a romance yeah. in Detroit Become Human, was there?
3: The, wasn't there? Wait. I, I just got to Jericho in my Detroit Become Human um playthrough. And then I was playing it with a friend. We promised we'd play it with each other. And then the pandemic nice. hit. Oops. Oh, man. Um, so I don't know. I <laughs> I think, don't yeah. You know I,
1: I do think Marcus does have like this like feelings towards one of the other Yeah, but that's all I can think of. And again, that's something I didn't pursue in that game because I didn't care because that wasn't relevant to the story, and I didn't even notice. Like thinking back, I'm like, wait, was there? Because like it didn't matter about when it came to the story. So no, like an example.
0: I think, yeah, there's like tension, but there's not really like a, an actual...
1: Yeah, they don't date, they don't even mm-hmm. kiss, they don't pursue anything. It's just, you can tell that his character wants mm-hmm. to please her, but at the same time, I didn't want to please her either. Yeah. So it was, like, <laughs> it was like that tension of like, he wants to please her, but he disagrees with her.
0: So we also have another answer from at Andrew Orsi. Uh, also follow him. Uh, super cool guy. But uh, he says... To the question, do you think romancing is important in video games? I think it really, really depends on the story being told. Like Akamander Nikki said, if there are going to be romance options, it's a wonderful chance for a non hetero gamers uh, to have a moment of representation. I like how he says a moment of representation. As long as the options are balanced, well-written, and effective. That said, if your story calls for a written-in romance that doesn't involve player choice—oh, wait, that's it. If your story calls for a written-in romance that doesn't involve player choice, heck yeah. Uh, Just do it. Write your story, game (laughs) developer—like he says, uh, write your story, game developers. Also, make more of those stories uh, with plot-induced specific romance queer—what? Romance is queer. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> You're
2: uh, getting your inflections.
0: Yeah, we uh, have very very few. Beso- we have very very few besides the Last of Us two now. But lastly, reminder that not every story has to have a romance. The mm-hmm. idea of every story only satisfying if romance comes up player choice or not is unproductive and often results in a rushed romance system. Yup. That satisfies no one. And it involves an awkward mechanics. He finally says as an asexual person, I love it to be normalized that not everyone finds love every adventure. Uh, Maybe they just saved the world. Maybe that was just um, a little more pressing than flirting with the party compromised of hot people. (laughs) I love it, man. The party could be just normal friends and normal. uh, mm-hmm. I think he meant to say buddies, but he said normal bodies. Mm. would <laughs> so weird. I don't know why I gave that. Mm. Campbell's soup because and normal bodies.
1: You did that mm, because you're Adam, and that's just natural. For
0: it you. is. It's not forced in. It's just a natural written in into it's my brain. N-
1: natural response.
0: <laughs> I want my friends to have natural bodies. Mm <laughs>
3: I want them to have cyberpunk bodies, right? I'm waiting for my augments. Like, let's wait that's, for November.
0: <laughs> that's a good thing. But uh, what do we think about that? Of course, Andrew Orsi with the wisdom. But, oopsies, there goes my... Oh, no! Oh, no. My romance with my buy bottle is gone.
3: Bye-bye. But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love this guy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, like I like how he says that moment of urban station, even for asexual people, it Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be like specifically like homosexual. It doesn't have to be specifically Mm -hmm. like, uh, like, have you watched community yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, the Dean where everybody says, like, are you gay? And he always responds with like, that's the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. (laughs) And like, (laughs) and while it's a comedy and it's. Weird Dalmatian fetish. It's like that little thing of just like he had this arc where he was gay dean, right? And he mm-hmm. was representing the gays, mm-hmm. and it had this great story arc in the way that um you know society portrays gay people yeah. that it's only one portrayal. Yeah. But you know the dean always says like I'm not gay, like I don't identify as that. It's so much more than that yeah. you're, than you're actually portraying. Same thing with Andrew Orsi. You know, like there's that story where, mm-hmm. well, it's more than that. Mm-hmm. But what do you think, Travis?
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, it, this is the thing as we're getting more representation, which is fantastic, and I'm very thrilled to see, a lot of it still focuses on cis white men mm-hmm. uh, who are young and conventionally attractive. Uh, oh, thank there's you. I wouldn't need it not of... <laughs> <about> you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but we're not getting a lot of story about uh, stories about trans people, about ace people, about arrow mm. people, about um, people who are intersex. You know, like there are so many stories out there and we don't need every story to be about them, but it would be nice to get one here and there. right? Uh, I, I yeah. think people like feeling seen. They like feeling represented and that other people can share their stories. I mean, that's the oldest profession of humanity is storytelling. It's what we did around the mm. campfire. Mm-hmm. It's what we did with each other. And... Um, we like telling stories, and we like seeing ourselves in those stories. Mm-hmm. So it's important to feel represented. And I, I so happy to see Pravati for uh, for him to be able to see any sexual character, uh, and I am hoping we see more. Um, yeah, it, it's just it's so nice to see, be seen. It really is, mm-hmm. and not
0: just like a checklist, right? Like, um, yeah. like the upcoming game, Tell Me Why, uh, involves a trans person, and I like how Don't Not is handling that, and not like EA where it's just like. Oh, you want to be involved? Here's a trans person. Yeah. Whereas Donut is very careful in mm-hmm. how they portray people. And I enjoy that. Um now as I say that, and we just talked about Life is Strange 2, you know, not really, you know, giving that love interest unless you do bad choices. Well, you know, it is what it is. But um, I like how they're handling it because you can easily just have a story with a trans person, with an yeah. asexual person, and just say, like, Here, here's a representation. Yeah. Whereas if it's carefully and meticulously crafted, that's how you get a good story Mm -hmm. in, rather than just like, ah, here's a representation.
3: Yeah. I think the other thing to do is to make sure that – I mean, the the ideal situation is where people from marginalized communities are telling their own stories. Mm. However, I realize capitalism meets everything, so – That doesn't always get to be the case. So if you are going to be telling someone else's story, you better be talking to those people. You better be talking to them and getting Mm -hmm. their perspective and letting their perspective tell the story. Um, Like, So you mentioned EA, for instance, when it comes to trans people. Um, They have done a bit of representation with Dragon Age Inquisition, and Mm. they also um, included a trans NPC in Andromeda, uh, which is great it's nice to see you know some steps towards representation but that trans npc did what i'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the term dead naming um, no. dead naming is where um, someone deliberately uses the name that was given to a trans person at birth which most trans people do not retain their name when they transition they right. find it attached to their old identity and that old assigned gender and they they don't feel comfortable mm maintaining that name and it doesn't fit them anymore. So they tend to pick a new name when they, and also a lot of names are just very gendered, but you know, Mm -hmm. Um, so this character um, in order to tell the audience that they were trans dead named themselves, which Mm. I respect that EA and um, Bioware were trying to put a trans character in, but by not speaking to any trans people, because I don't know a single trans person who would have recommended this, by having them dead name themselves, they showed that they didn't actually care about how they were representing or yeah. wanting mm-hmm. to let those players feel seen. If anything, it made them feel uncomfortable, and they kind of wish that they hadn't experienced that in the first place because mm-hmm. that's just not something most trans people would do. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I, I'm a cis person talking about this, so take this all with a huge grain of salt. But this is talking to my queer friends from my community um, mm-hmm. and how they felt about that kind of representation. So all that to say if you're going to tell those stories please involve those people please make yes. sure and i think that's something that they are doing with tell me why as well from what i've seen in interviews so i'm mm-hmm. very happy to see that
0: oh yeah i'm very excited about that story and it's just like and that's the thing it's like with all these people like saying like oh don't force the like yeah. gay storylines like who cares like honestly like i'm i'm in the camp of like don't force romance in stories in general like yeah. it's like oh adam you hate you know gay romance like no i just hate romance you just
1: hate it in general I hate rom-
0: like like i hate lady and tramp like it's it's dog romance
1: you hate anything involving disney
0: well that's true i don't like disney in general
1: but you like star wars and that's disney i'm leaving but, okay bye
0: but uh that's the thing is that oh oh no travis froze oh no see he had that face if you're watching us on youtube like I thought, I was like straight up um,
1: offending him.
0: I thought it was offending the guy. Hold on, as we're closing this out, I'm oh, going. No. Yeah, I'm going to try to recall him and see if we can like close this out. Yeah. Um. Oh no. But yeah. So I'm sorry if you're watching this on YouTube. He's frozen. Um. I'm going to try to message him as we close this out. But Liz, as I figure this out, any final thoughts?
1: Um, really, it's just when you have romance, just make sure it goes in the game or the story or whatever. It needs to be natural. Like, if it doesn't belong there, don't put it there. Don't try and check all the boxes or get everyone's attention. Make the game you want to make and the people who like it will come. Like, don't try and just get more people just because you you think you can. It's going to make the story bad if you force it. Um,
0: Oh. I think he disconnected.
1: Oh well, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm out of words.
0: Oh. Uh join? Hey? Hey, we're back. Yeah. Hey, you're you're back with a final thoughts. Wait, are you there? <laughs> there you are.
3: Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I can hear
0: you. So like okay, so we're gonna go into final thoughts because we're um, we're about over time here. But literally I said that I don't like Disney and your face just froze like
3: to be fair I probably would have done that either way that would have been my response
0: (laughs) Travis is back Um,
1: I did my final thoughts already Yeah,
0: Travis any final thoughts as we close this conversation out
3: yeah um, I would say that I would also like game developers to explore more stories than just the falling in love infatuation love story Mm -hmm. I want to see romance in people who have been together for 10 or 20 years I want to see dealing with rejection um mm-hmm. and dealing with someone who does not return your feelings or no longer returns your feelings mm-hmm. um i was really impressed to play firewatch i'm not sure if you guys have played it mm-hmm. um, i have yeah i thought that was kind of an interesting exploration of a relationship that's fallen apart and what do you do at that point oh, and good you point. know like it's depressing as all hell but it's still a- an interesting and compelling story and one that i was happy to explore and learn about mm-hmm. um And, uh, yeah, I want to see more stories like that. It doesn't always have to be the falling in love story, which is great. And it's a lot of fun and it's exciting and it gives you a lot of player choice and it gives you a clear end goal of the person saying yes to you. Um, So I understand why it's so appealing to video games, but we're getting better at telling these stories. Let's tell more. Let's tell something Mm -hmm. a little more interesting.
0: I like it. Yeah, and, th- and that's what, like, I like to conclude with. It's just, like, let's make more interesting stories, whether it be romance or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that romancing in games is important to some people. Sometimes video games, like, sometimes romancing in video games isn't important to some people. Yeah. That's fine. I think video games are meant to be for everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Representing anything. Yeah. So if I don't enjoy a video game because it's romance, guess what? That video game's not for me yeah it's not the end of the world same thing with everybody else uh but yeah i think it's important in your own life but i think it's more important to tell a good story Mm -hmm. to tell more representation and i think romancing is more than just who am i going to sleep with like in fable or Mm -hmm. um any of your parties it should be like the witcher where it's like two like very different and very linear but also it's more deliberate. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I like this conversation. It's really good. Yeah. We did but great. We did great. Good Travis, job, you guys. did good, except for Thank freezing you. on us. You know, I'll never forgive you for that. Oh, my
3: goodness. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. My internet didn't cut out. I don't know. But... Yeah,
0: I don't know. Probably Canada. It I don't happens. know. But <laughs> <Yes>.
3: <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's a, always freezing in Canada.
0: Yeah, it's probably like maple syrup in the internet connection or something like that.
3: Okay, let
0: <laughs> close the show. Um, Travis, thanks again for coming on. Uh, we definitely had a blast having you here, man. Mm-hmm.
3: Thank you so much for having me, guys. I'm so happy to have joined you for this.
0: Oh, of course, man. Yeah. And, and uh, your podcast, one more time, is called...
3: Rainbow Road.
0: There it is. And, and like I said, I will have a link uh, in the description. You should definitely check it out as our battery is dying on our camera so Woohoo. W- with all that said and done we thank you for listening to this week's podcast uh, you can of course follow us on uh at gaming groceries on twitter and games groceries all one word on instagram and facebook ah. and we thank you for listening to this week we hope you have a great week have a fantastic week bye